Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Missionary Micro Stories podcast, where missionaries come in and tell us authentic stories that they love, and I know that you will too. It's six questions in about nine-ish minutes, because we all know that without a timeline, missionaries tend to get awfully long-winded. And so this morning, we are joined with Brother Jeremiah. I'm excited. Uh, it'll be a little bit of a unique podcast today. For those of you listening, you realize there's no video, and we're excited to kind of let you know uh, and, and, and talk with Brother Jeremiah. So let's get into this. Brother Jeremiah, thanks for being here this morning and giving us your time. Um, it's an honor for me to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, praise the Lord. So we'll hop right into it then with question one. And go ahead and just tell us a little bit about you and your family and your field. Uh, yes, sir. My name is Jeremiah Cooley, and I'm married to Lindsay. We have a daughter. She is actually just turned six years old. Her name is Ruth. And uh, we, I, I actually got saved close to 20 years ago. And so I thank the Lord for that. And today I have the privilege, along with my wife and daughter, to serve the Lord in Europe as church planning missionaries. Great. Awesome. Um, glad to hear that. I didn't realize it sounds like we um, have similar stories. I've, I've got a wife and one daughter as well. And so uh, out, outwomaned, I guess, not outmanned. I'm outwomaned on, on my side of things. So it's, it's all right. It's a privilege. Yes, so am I. <laughs> so, all right. Um, then with question two for you, what's one of your favorite aspects or the best part about being in missions? Uh, yes, that's a good question. I actually had two things that came to my mind as I was pondering the question, but the one that I, I'm going to go with is this. Being a missionary allows me to devote really just a, a ton of my time to doing what missionaries should be doing, and that's proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is just a privilege and a joy for me. And that, that would be the thing that I would say is my favorite part of being a missionary. Yeah, for sure. Great answer. So, um, kind of then the inverse is question three, what would be one of the more challenging aspects of mission life, you know, where you're at or just uh, in your experience? What's, what's one of the more challenging things? Uh, yes, challenges. They're, they're on every field, aren't they? What came to my mind immediately uh, when I looked over the questions preparing was this, finding the balance between family responsibilities and ministry responsibilities. You probably hear that uh, often, but that would have to be the number one challenge that I experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's one I think a lot of missionaries mention that just because it is, it's so true. I think it kind of pans across all fields. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, there's I always. Think so too. Yeah. So um, awesome. Great answer. And I appreciate the honesty in it because it, it just the whole point of this podcast is to show that God can just take regular people, uh, not, you know, not super yeah. people or anybody special and, and just use us where we're at. And so. Um, Amen, brother. For the folks listening, you know, again, I just want to put that reminder out that I hope you understand that we deal with the same things, meaning this, that wherever you're at, wherever God has you at, uh, as you're trying to strike your balance between family and church and work, God can use you guys too, right where you're at. And so I appreciate your answer. That's exactly right. Amen. Well, question four then, um, 
who are some missionaries that you would say need to be on this podcast? Well, um, can I mention two? Please. Okay, okay. The um, my, my wife and I have some dear friends. Their names are Jean and Robin Trask, and they serve the Lord in Honduras. And they, they've been dear friends of our family for years now, and they're doing a great work there. And I've learned uh, so much from Brother Gene through the years. And then secondly, I would suggest uh, Brandon and Kristen Cook, and they serve in Italy. And um, my wife and I met them uh, years ago at our home church, and then just met them. We didn't really get to know them. But then we've got to know them in the last couple of years, and, and they're doing a great work. We, we get their letters. And, and um, so I would say those two families. Awesome. I look forward to reaching out and uh, Lord willing, having them on. That sounds great. So Yes, sir. Amen. Um, I appreciate you sharing their names. So, All righty. Then with question five, kind of the big one that everybody's waiting for is go ahead and take three to five minutes and just tell us a story about your time and missions that you love. Okay. Well, uh, every missionary has many stories, I'm sure. But as I pondered it, one came to my mind, which really it was a blessing for me to remember it. Uh, it's kind of an ongoing story. It takes us back around three years ago, and it was my wife and I, um, we'd been on the mission field a while. We served with another family in, in a church plant and had a, a just a, a great time there. The Lord did many things, but it was time for us to transition away from that ministry and uh, to branch out to where the Lord was, was leading us. So we did that. So this is our first you need to imagine we're on a Sunday for the very first time in uh, the country there where we're, we're here, where we're laboring, and we don't know anybody but one man. We don't know him well. And so we said, what do we do? You know, I don't have anybody to preach to. Uh, it's Sunday. We're supposed to go meet with the, the people of the Lord, but where are they? So uh, we prayed, and God laid it on our heart to simply visit a park and try to meet somebody. And he also directed us to pray that we would meet a family with a child that was the same age as our daughter. So we found a great park and guess what? There was a family there. They had a child, they had a son, we have a daughter. And so our kids began to play together. And through the course of, the of, of our time there, during the conversation we learned their son is despite a month or two, the exact same age as our daughter. So here, right before our eyes, is sitting the answer to our prayers. And that was just a, a real blessing. And then we were able to talk with them in broken language. Uh, now we could do much better, but then we were very broken in our language. I did get to share the gospel briefly, shared some of my testimony uh, with the man. My wife uh, talked with his wife. And then they invited us to a, uh, there was a little, I don't know, like a, a petting zoo type exhibition there. And they said, hey, why don't we go together to this? So we did, and we spent time together. We exchanged phone numbers and said, let's do this again sometime. And so here we are three years later. They're not saved yet. I believe they will be, Lord willing, right? We're praying yes, for that. We're laboring for that. But they still have contact with us, and they're some of our dearest friends here on the field. And uh, they've come to one service on a Sunday, two and a half years after knowing them, reaching out to them, praying for them. They finally came on a Sunday. And the word is, hey, we want to come back some other time. So uh, we're still praying for this family and trusting the Lord to do even greater things. Amen. 
Yeah, I really I appreciate that story because it really, I think that gives insight into a lot of missions life is um, not necessarily, not, I know not everybody has the preconceptions of this, but I think sometimes there's this preconception where we're out seeing people saved or giving the gospel 24 hours a day and, you know, everybody's coming to the Lord. But a lot of times it ends up being a family in a park with a little kid. Yeah. And two and a half years later, we're still working on that same family. And, uh, yeah, and I love truth, that brother. story because it's so true. It really is. So um, yeah, I look forward to seeing them come to the Lord. That'll be good. So. Amen. I appreciate that. We look forward to it too. Amen, brother. So, well, as we, as we wrap up then with question six, do you have any language or cultural blunders that you are willing to share with the listening world? <laughs> Uh, yes, I actually do. Uh, I got my wife's help on this one, but I'm going to go with, with my preference rather than her choice. <laughs> okay, so this is a, this is a, a language blunder. Um, and uh, her, hers might make me, uh, make me look a little bit more, more goofy, I'll say. But uh, so I'll go with my choice. So we, we had been, we'd been on the field about six months, I think. And so I'm in language school. I'm learning the language. And we, we lived out in a village out in the country. And we decided that we were going to go for a drive out on the country road that led to the next village. And so we're driving. And as we drive, I see a sign. And of course, not in English, but in our language, it read honey for sale. So I read the sign. I understood it. So, man, this is great. You know, I'm understanding the language. <laughs> Three words, right? <laughs> And so I said, hey, let's go buy some honey. Let's have a family adventure. So we pull over on the farm and we meet the lady. It's a lady farmer. And so she, she sells us the honey. Well, my next question or my next desire is I want to go see the beehive if that's available. So I asked the lady, or at least I thought I did. I said, where are your bees? And she's just looking at me very puzzled. Uh, <laughs> And I said, you know, where are your bees? You sell honey, so where are the bees? And she's trying to help me figure out what I'm saying. And then she says, oh, yeah, okay, you're saying where are the beans, but you mean where are the bees? And I, I didn't know what she meant. I had to go home and look the word up. I was asking her, where are your beans, oh, instead of where are your bees? So... <laughs> It was just two letters difference, but a world of difference as far as the reality of what I was asking. So. Yeah. We do honey different in America. We get ours from beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Uh, that's good, brother. It is. It's always those small couple letters that just throw the whole thing off. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I appreciate you sharing that story with us. That's good. So. You're very welcome. Well, hey, I'm not sure, and again, if, if you can't share this right now, that's fine, um, but is there a way, if people want to stay up to date with your story, is there any way that they can do so? Uh, yes, the best way is to get in touch with us by email, okay. and that is cooleyfamily2010 at gmail.com, and okay. cooley is C-O-O-L-E-Y. Awesome. We'll have that in the description box below so that people can uh, email you and sign up for your prayer letter. So that'll be great. Yeah, we, and that's, that's what I was going to say. We would then uh, get in touch with them by email and sign them up for our updates, our prayer letters. That would be great. Great. 
Wonderful. So, well, um, Brother Cooley, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. I've really enjoyed talking with you and just hearing what the Lord's doing over there in Europe. So thank you so much for giving us your time. You're very welcome. I appreciate your time. It was a joy for me to be on the podcast. The Lord bless you in this ministry. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, for everybody tuning in, thank you so much. This has been Josh Wagar with Brother Jeremiah Cooley, and you've been listening to the Missionary Micro Stories podcast.